Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freeman Maine's Business Wonder Woman in Business podcast. On this podcast, everyone has a story, and our Wonder Woman in Business podcast gives a voice to the woman who has a story that is meaningful, moving, and compelling. We share their stories, or rather, they share their stories with the world so that in their shining, they give permission to others to shine. And today we are going across the pond, as they would say, uh, and we're having a wonderful conversation with Gwen Vive Pippin. I think I just butchered your name. <laughs> I was overthinking it, but we have been given permission to call her Jen. Yes. For our listening audience, though, I love the melody of your name. Can you just say it for us? Absolutely. Thank you, Natalie. Geneviève. Geneviève Pépin. Yeah, it's it's French. It's Genevieve. challenging. Oh, I yes. love it. I love Beautiful. it. Beautiful. Awesome. Okay, wonderful. Well, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here to have this conversation with you. Awesome. So what we do right away is invite you to step up to the mic and share with us your story. Mm. We want to understand your journey, the things that informed you and helped you to become the powerful woman that you are and what has driven you to do what you do today, which we will mm. learn about. So I'm going to hand the microphone over to you and ask you to tell us about your story. Yes. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, so my story, um, I've always been somebody who was a high achiever. I've always wanted to save the world and I've always been very hardworking. Um, and throughout my career, I found many opportunities to burn myself out. I burned myself out once and twice and, you know, a few times. And throughout these experiences, I would find external factors that would that would justify a little bit of why I would I would push myself, you know, a toxic relationship with a boss or a very demanding uh, work environment or industry and so on. And um, and I was conscious enough to change right okay well i'm gonna change job i'm gonna move because i i i'm originally canadian but i i worked in china for a few years and now i'm based in spain and um and and throughout those changes i changed everything around me i changed the industry i was working in i used to work in event management which is a, a very demanding industry uh, i used to work in you know china as i mentioned i moved to spain um i uh changed everything around me uh, I changed the people I work with, the language, the, the continent. And um, I thought that this would do the trick, but I found myself coming back home, burned out, crying, very, very unhappy every time. And I was thinking, but I wanted so much, what's wrong? And after I changed everything external to me, I, I had no choice but to look inside it's because I had nowhere else to point, right? And I'm not saying that there were no external factors contributing to how I was feeling, but I had to come to the realization that I was putting myself in situations that were creating the same patterns around me and the same pattern externally and internally. I couldn't rely on the things around me in order to make me feel a certain way anymore. Um, and that is how I got into 
interested into personal development and uh and i went on to a coaching journey myself and uh fast forward i uh, became a coach and i became an entrepreneur and i found that you know we dream of like i don't want any i don't want a boss i want to be my own boss and everything well that's you know that's very sexy but uh, I, when we get there uh, there is a new reality we need to adapt to and i found myself again overworking which is i think is very easy as an entrepreneur to want to do everything and um so i had to readjust again it was not it was not the 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 situation the uh, was i employed an entrepreneur that was really about again how was I thinking my relationship with myself, my relationship with the time? And as I as I started coaching, I also noticed that um, a lot of people were having the same ideas. You know, a lot of people were following the hustle culture of doing, 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 doing first, rewarding yourself later and self-care and understanding yourself and doing what you love would be a reward. Right. Um, and i found this idea coming over and over again and um that's how i i um i decided to you know i got interested in this myself in order to change my mindset around this and now i help um high achievers whether they're entrepreneurs or professionals um to change their mindset around how they manage themselves so that they can achieve their ambitious goals with more joy instead of stress um and uh yeah. So in a nutshell, that's that's my story. I love high achieving with more joy and less stress. I love that. So reflecting back on the young Jen, yes. um, you clearly love travel. You clearly mm. had a very adventurous spirit. Um, and it, it sounds like, well, you said I did event planning. But before that, like mm. what led you to want to actually leave Canada and move? Mm. Was it your studying and what did you study and was travel in your family culture and background? What was it that, you know, drove that fire uh, for you to just move ahead and just be so open? Yes. Um, I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm a little bit of a black sheep in my family. Uh, I'm one, you know, uh, I'm uh i you know i speak english my family is completely french speaking um and uh, i'm the one who traveled the most by far um i studied business and actually when i um when i was studying business i heard that at that time it was in the early 2000s you know china was very up and coming in terms of you know business opportunities and everything and um i got a scholarship to go and study there uh and i you know i went into uh living there which definitely fueled my desire for traveling and living abroad because it was i had the time of my life um but i want to say that if i backtrack a little bit i you know i did the, the classic backpacking trip through europe uh, when i was uh, in my 20s and early 20s and i want to say that for me to I, I one friend of mine suggested the idea and there was nothing I, I i had entertained before but i was like mm, why not and i took a second job i worked worked work i uh you know saved my money and i could uh go in on that trip and on that trip i i you know discovered myself freedom you know like it's it's such an experience 
But what I want to say, like, I think that the seed there was that I realized at that point that um, whatever I put my mind to, I could achieve. You know, if I wanted to, in when I'm within six months, I, I, I started from, well, being just a student and then being on a trip with my friends, having the time of my life in Europe. And I, and I remember how that changed the way that I thought, meaning that I was like, well, whatever I put my mind to, I can actually do it. It's just about working hard. And that opened up so many opportunities in my life. And ironically, that also opened up my, my ability to work so hard and until I actually was not well. Um, but I would say that that started, that's the, that's the seed that led to that adventurous mind. I think you're right. If we can let go of those limiting beliefs yeah. and really see opportunity in everything, um, then there really isn't that, you know, the thing that holds us back. Mm. And you had such a positive experience with that. That's yeah. great. Um, now, what I noticed, though, is as you told the story in the beginning, you really talked about a lot of things that we do as women. We change ourselves to fit into the environment. Mm. We believe that if we can just do it this way, then, you know, everything should be perfect and we should be able to master this and move on. But talk a little bit about that revelation there. Yeah. This is so true. This is so true. Um, it, there's that uh, that feeling of, you know, I just have to be like this, therefore I can make it happen. And I think actually that that was a very positive experience because that was very empowering. However, I feel like that is not sustainable in time or that hasn't been for me because I molded myself to what I thought I should be. And that worked until I developed a lot of negative patterns, uh, including um, a, a, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress and eating disorder. And I didn't know why, because I was like, I'm doing exactly what I want to do. What is the problem? And that is actually looking inside and understanding that there were some misalignment in what I actually want to do and what I was telling myself I wanted to do. And uh, that, uh, that's a process that, um, yeah, I had to navigate through. Wow. So in this revelation period, did you yeah. get help from a mentor or how did you actually go about, um, because that, that self-diagnostic and the mm. self-discovery is hard to do by yourself, yeah. um, but it is so important to actually then be able to map out your unique um, pattern um, and things that would put you back in alignment. I love yeah. that word. Like you realize like I was doing everything, but they were not in alignment. So you're working harder mm. and really seeing less in terms of of the, the, what comes back to you. So that fulfillment wasn't there. Um, mm -hmm. and that really can create a big gap for us. So how did you get through that self-discovery and work back toward the realignment? Mm. Um, that's a great question. So there were, there were some, uh, 
there were some, you know, self-help type of asking myself questions. Uh, I remember that um, uh, for the in eating disorder, for example, and I'm not, I'm not an expert at treating uh, eating disorders, but for me, I really, when I was at a point where it was very, you know, I, I was really afraid for my health and, and um, I started asking myself questions around when do I not have that pattern? Um, who do I ask? Who do I need help? Who, who can I ask for help? I'm sorry. Um, and, and what do I do that makes me feel better? And that, I mean, I did ask for help in terms of, a, I definitely saw a professional, but I also identified a few things that what, um, what helped me feel better. And through time, I could actually do more of that and diminish the amount of times that I would actually deal with that pattern. I also um, went into, I had a coaching, you know, I saw a life coach and uh, the permission that that person gave me was very important for me because uh, I was really in the business of not giving myself permission. I was really looking for external permission and understanding that actually I had a lot more power than I thought um, really helped. And I also found my uh, current mentors um, who are Brian and Carrie that they created a, a mindset system that is called Eliminate Your Limits. And um, uh, this is a, a mindset system that helps understand, as uh, you said before, your limiting beliefs, but what stories that tell you tell yourself and how to reprogram them. Um, and and that through this process, and this is a practice that I that I still do and that I actually teach my clients, but through this practice of understanding that your thoughts are not true, <laughs> your thoughts are not true, and you're not—they're not the ultimate truth—and you can choose. And very going deeper and understanding what patterns serve you and what patterns don't uh, has been a practice that has helped me enormously um, for years now. Wow, it's it's that is absolutely true. What, what your thoughts are not true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we tell ourselves some crazy things, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. And and we just can't help it. Um it is the way we're wired. So that rewiring is so important. Yeah. Um so in terms of you you mentioned a mentor, but yeah. there was there along the course of your development and the various jobs that you had was there someone who was a point of inspiration for you yes absolutely um i always i would not say always but the, i would say that the leaders that really um influenced me and inspired me were very strong women i worked with uh women leaders who inspired me a lot uh, one specifically uh, that I, I really admire, I admired her work ethic, I admired her um, her resourcefulness and creativity, um, and uh, she became a, a, a friend of mine, and, a friend of mine, I'm sorry, and, um, and she's now an entrepreneur actually, and she has a successful business, and uh, she was somebody who, um, uh, who really, in, in, I, you, you know how this type of people that you, you think like, what would that person do? You know, her name is Carly. And at that time I was like, what would Carly do at that time? And I, I, I know it really helped me to uh, perform and to, um, 
to set some boundaries for myself as I was on that journey for sure. Wow, that's good. What would Carly do? <laughs> Excellent. Um, and so can you help us with understanding um, a major challenge that you encountered and either overcame or recognized and worked through? Because those hurdles and challenges are, are usually at that crossroads for us mm. um, where uh, we either do A or B and unfortunately, some people do nothing and we don't have the option of, you know, sort of being frozen and doing nothing. But sometimes challenges become that springboard for us uh, where we look back and we say, you know, if I hadn't hit that wall or if the bottom hadn't fallen out. Um, so can you reflect on that challenge or thing that you encountered that made a difference for you? Mm. You know, I cannot really think of one major thing except for, you know, the hurdles that I mentioned before. I think that um, a, a few walls that I have encountered were um, coming to the realization that what I was doing was not working for me, right? And and really allowing myself to, an example would be, um, as a, an entrepreneur, I want to do everything and be everywhere. And I fill my calendar with busy work instead of productive work. And then as I am uh, seeing, you know, my, I'm looking at my calendar, I'm planning for my week, and then I burst out crying because I can't, you know, I, I just can't, right? But this is an accumulation of things with that, that lead to, you know, feeling like I'm pulling 37 uh, directions, feeling like um, uh, I have so much external demands, which at some point, to a degree, I created myself, right? And I think that just just allowing to be honest with myself in those moments have helped me a lot to say like, you know, there's a lot of shame oftentimes uh, around um, uh, admitting that we don't, that things don't work for us or that we do things because of a maybe certain story we're telling ourselves, like I should, I should be everywhere. I should be doing everything. Everything is important. Everything is urgent. I need to do it all myself. Like those those things that often we're not really conscious of, but they're in the back of our mind, which are patterns that I see a lot in high achievers I work with. Um, and being honest with like, well, is that really true? And what is it that I need to do in order to liberate some time and think of myself um, so that I need to be able to function in order to make everything else work? And it's not true that I'm the last person on the list. I'm actually the first person on the list so that I can make everything else work. And I, so I find that those, when I've encountered like walls where I've just, you know, fallen on my knees saying like, I can't do this anymore is often this type of moment where I was not putting the boundaries for myself, or I would, um, I would just set them, but not honor them. So <laughs> therefore, uh, therefore, you know, I, I just felt like resentment. So I would say that those, th there was a handful of those. And uh, so that I could, you know, get to a point where I developed different patterns. 
now you're on a a track where you just have found uh, this this love of professional development, um, and you then converted that into your business pursuit, mm-hmm. um, which I can't imagine was immediately easy um, with stop with stops and starts and trying to build your your platform and reach out and uh, convince people that this is what you have to offer is what they need. Um, so what is your proudest professional accomplishment? Mm. Um, I love this question. Um, I would say that, again, I think that I'm going <laughs> to, like, I, I, I'm going to bring back my answer from before. Um, my proudest uh, professional accomplishment is when I, is when I get a feedback from people I work with that, you know, I help them spend more time with their kids and that I help them create time for themselves, that I help them like not waking up in panic in the middle of the night because they're like stressed out of their minds. Right. So, um, I feel like for me, like all of this is being able to have an impact in people's life and helping people, uh, 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 create more joy while they're achieving what they want is my proudest achievement that I can actually impact people through that. It's not, you know, necessarily something huge, but all of those things for me is huge because I know how bad that feels <laughs> to not be able to to feel guilty and shooting yourself and and not being able to sleep or waking up in the middle of the night because you know you don't know how you're gonna make things happen. I know how that feels and it doesn't feel good. And when I help people create different patterns so that they they don't experience that anymore and they experience more joy, what else can I ask for? Seriously. So I, I love um, your immersing yourself in this. I, I love being a part of that success story and seeing people actually get there. Now mm-hmm. on this journey, I, you know, and I know that requires a lot from you and mm-hmm. of you. And we did talk about your very challenging, busy schedule and managing that, but how do you achieve balance? And yeah. what, what do you do for yourself in terms of self-care or keeping your head above water or minimizing the chat in your head? and just enjoying life while helping everybody else. How yeah. do you achieve that balance? <laughs> well, um, first of all, I'm happy to say that, uh, you know, when you want to create time in your schedule, I realize that creating time, we can create time easily, but it's really about what do we want to create time for? And I think that that's the balance that I've achieved in terms of I filled my calendar with stuff that I love instead of just emptying my calendar for what, right? To be on the couch? Like, no, it's not what I want, right? So I, um, my calendar is full of time that I love spending. So first of all, through my journey as well, I developed, uh, I unpeeled so many layers of me and I um, reconnected with my creative side. And that's been a huge part of my, of my, uh, of my development as well. And um, so I, I reconnected with my love of music, with my love of comedy, with my love of performance. So I created um, time and opportunities 
to include that in my life. So I, uh, you know, I'm taking singing lessons. I'm part of a band. I, uh, I, I created an improv theater group where I live here so that we could get together and play with other people. Um, and all of those opportunities are just so recharging to me. Uh, and uh, it just helps it helps my development in every way because it helps me be more myself and explore that. Um, and it's really about creating a time for that. And not, not, it's not about when, you know, when I have time or it's so nice to have, it's like, no, no, this is a non-negotiable in my week. And on the day to day, you know, what? as when I told you about the eliminate your limit system, I, this is like journaling, waking up in the morning, understanding what thoughts are going through my head, uh, which one serve me, which one don't, and what story do I want to tell today, and looking at what are my wins and so on, uh, planning my day. All of this is my journaling time is a non-negotiable in my day. It's not a nice to have. It's not something that's like, oh, if I have time when I wake up, no. If I don't do this, my day is not I know that I'm not 100%, right? Because my mind is not necessarily focused and so on. This is this is time that I take, that I block in my calendar so that I can be at my best, I can be focused with my clients, that I can make sure that I uh, attend to my most important tasks in the day um, and uh, that I also am not telling myself any stories that won't be helping me during the day. Um, so making time for what I love and making it non-negotiable and taking the time daily in order to journal. Um, this is how I, this is how I, I keep in, I stay in harmony with all of those pieces. Staying in harmony. I love yeah. it. Well, you know, <laughs> well, what's so interesting, it, you know, it's the simple things and the way you lay oh, yeah. things out. So most of us don't do what you say. We do it very differently. And I don't know if it's this, this thing here and where I'm sitting, but we actually like, oh, I block out the month of June and I'm going on a four week vacation and that's gonna be my time. But until then you gotta work hard to play hard and go, 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 go. And what you're saying is harmony. So all these pieces need to be there to work together. I'm an expressive, I'm a creative, but I'm also a motivator and a coach and I can help people, but I can also help myself so that the end of my day is not just what I've done for others, but how I've also helped myself. So you have this harmony, which I, uh, I think is great. And it's, it's a very refreshing perspective. And, you know, I have to tell you, I don't think it's, I don't think it's common. I think that is unusual. Hmm. Well, you know, and you know that yourself, right? Like you, you work when, when, when you are helping people, uh, when you are present with people, when you're in, in, in one-on-one -on -one conversations, when you need to, to be there and you need to give, you give of yourself exactly as you mentioned, like you need to take care of yourself. Like I understand it. We like, I used to think that it was counterintuitive because no, I need to go, go, go. But also that led me to burn myself out and not really being present, right? So I had to remodel all of that and I wouldn't have it any other way, <laughs> to be honest. 
Yeah, I think you're right because you know when we when we get to that point, we realize that we're we're really not listening actively. So when we're talking to people, we're having another conversation or we're checking a schedule in our heads. We're not present. We're not focused. Mm. Um, we we become a little forgetful, or our day gets exceptionally long because we get stuck on one or two tasks or things. So it's it's really um, being more productive. And as you said, with joy <laughs> is so important. Um, and that, that's a great message to share um, and a very refreshing approach to take. Um, so um, what would you say to women uh, as they interact with other women in business, maybe younger, maybe older, but what is it that's important for women to know? We are all about lifting, uplifting women, um, you know, rising tides, lifts all boats, we lift and rise. But what would your message be to another woman in business? Yes, yes. I would go back to something we mentioned before, which is your thoughts are not the truth. Your thoughts are not the truth. Understand what is driving you um, so that uh, you can you can choose. You know, I like to talk about the choice button, which is we all have our choice button where we can choose how we respond to things. We can choose how where we spend our focus. We can choose what we give importance to and what we don't. And we all have that choice at any time. However, obviously, um, sometimes we forget about it, right? Because we're, you know, because we're not aware of it in specific situations and so on. And um, and I would say that once we understand that the way we talk to ourselves is actually uh, how we see the world, right? And um, I think that for what I, what I, my message to women in business would be, your thoughts are not the truth. So don't 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 believe everything that that you <laughs> that your brain is telling you, um, because, you know, you're you're destined, you're destined to be yourself and to be authentically successful. Um, so so that understand what is serving you and what is not. Um, and that goes also in, in when you network with people, because there's a lot of comparison happening. I know that talking <laughs> with, yes. with women in business. So again, right, that's again, that's a lot of stories we tell ourselves. Um, so understanding that uh, it was extremely uh, helpful for me. And uh, I know it's it's helpful for people as well. I love that. Well, this has been great. Um, as we are wrapping up, I want to ask you to share how our listeners can get in contact with you. But I always, well, I don't always ask, but something surprising that we might not know about you, even checking you out, but give us like that little gem, um, a little peek behind the curtain. Um, yeah. Something we don't know about you. And then please share how our listeners can get in touch with you or follow you or connect with you. Well, thank you so much. So uh, something that you may not know about me is that um, uh, my I have a vision to make personal development fun and I do uh, comedy videos. So if you want to join me on LinkedIn, I like to post uh, I have seen videos. Those. Yeah. <laughs> 
that is so fun to make and also i'm hoping that you know we can all laugh at ourselves a little bit and understand ourselves better so um so yes and then so this leads me to where you can find me um linkedin i'm very active there uh and um also a little bit on TikTok, but also i have a podcast called the min green ukulele podcast achieving through joy instead of stress if you want to look that up well you're welcome be be great for you to join me that would be great live laugh love i love it jen vive pepin um i don't know if i said it right this time but i like the way it sounded sounded better um thank you for being with us today thank you for joining us on the wonder woman in business podcast you had so much to share it was refreshing um and i think that our listeners are walking away with a new perspective a different way of looking at how they start their day and factoring in their needs and their lives into their daily schedule so that they can be more productive and more joyful at the same time. Thank you. Yes. We love having you. Thank <laughs> you so much, Natalie. You are welcome. <laughs>